Hello and welcome to the Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. I'm your host, Macy Renee, and we are going on a journey together, my friend. If you've been looking for a podcast geared towards your growth, self-awareness, navigating your brain's daily mind drama, and deep inner work to become your highest and best self, you are in the perfect place. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. It's so good to be with you guys again today. I'm Macy Renee. For anybody that doesn't know me, if you're new here, welcome. And if you're a returning listener, as always, thank you for being here. So guys, how are your first 11 days treating you of the new year? Hopefully good. Think about if you're wanting to create something different, have you done something different? Have you incorporated any new routines or goals? Are you following through with your commitments to yourself and honoring your word to yourself? Uh, Just something to think about. Um, An announcement before I get into the content. Um, Something that I want to remind you of is that you have until the 16th of January to join Becoming Her and get the free self-mastery workbook completely free. That is super exciting. I finally received the big box of all of the copies and I'm just so proud of myself if I can pat myself on the back really quick. I'm excited that the women in Becoming Her now will have a tool where they can see all the ways that they're showing up and where they can log everything that is happening in their life for an entire year, everything that they coach through on our calls, everything that they learn through the weekly life coaching, um, time that they spend with themselves journaling out what their brain, you know, comes up with like a brain dump essentially, um, and being able to run their own models on themselves. Like I'm just so proud of the workbook. They were a labor of love, six months of work, and um, this is the first time that they've ever launched. And so you can get it completely free if you join Becoming Her by the 16th of January. Otherwise, they're available um, for purchase or download if you're in Becoming Her at any later time where it's not um, a special that I'm running. So I'm really excited, really, really excited about that. And also, you guys, I did a free masterclass um, on the 8th of January, so we're now on the 11th, and I'm keeping it up until the 16th. It was called Breaking Cycles, and it went deep like it is not something that you'll want if you're not ready to understand why maybe you get trapped in cycles or why you've ended up with the personality that you have or why maybe your parents or grandparents treated you a certain way like it's a definite deep master class but I'm keeping it open until the 16th so if you want to be in it just make sure you connect with me on social media and I will be sure um, to give you the link to that master class it may even be in the show notes of the previous podcast episode so get in there it's really great and yeah that's all I have for that so today you guys we're going to dive into what it means whenever I say when emotions are high, intelligence is low. Because while I've said this multiple times on the podcast, I haven't dedicated an episode to this. And I want to kind of go into detail. So it might be a quicker episode than normal, but it should still be really good information for you. So oftentimes I will tell my clients when emotions are high, intelligence is low. And what this means is that when you are in a heightened state of emotion, 
all logic goes out the window. (laughs) Like your ability to respond as your highest self goes out the window when you're in a very high emotional state, okay? So the moments when our emotions are high are oftentimes the moments where we say the things that we don't mean or we don't respond um, in a way that we're proud of or we react very uh, much in a triggered way rather than a thought out way. So it happens whenever... We don't have a lot of self-awareness in the moment and that is why I constantly repeat this to my client because we always have a choice in how we respond but if this is not even in our awareness, it's very normal to respond in high emotion and then regret a lot of how we behaved later. So whenever I am quote-unquote triggered by something or someone in my life, what the sensation that will often happen in your body if you're feeling triggered by some someone or something, you get on social media, you see something or several things that are making you very agitated or frustrated or sad, um, or you go to a family holiday and your uncle is there who always has something negative to say and you feel yourself, you know, your blood pressure starts to rise, you start feeling maybe hot and sweaty or just agitated, frustrated, wanting to fight or flight, um, fight or flee, I guess I should say. But the sensation that happens in our body is oftentimes we, we feel that thermometer starting to rise within us. We feel ourselves getting to a place of, I could explode like the little teapot, you know, that finally whistles or, um, a gasket that finally just blows its top. It's kind of like we, if we're aware of it, we can feel it coming. And what oftentimes happens if we don't have the awareness when emotions are high, intelligence is low, we just respond. Like we allow our emotion to be our voice. We allow our emotion to be the response that we have. And then when we cool down, maybe like a few days later or we have time to reflect or think about it, we're like, why in the world? Like, oh my gosh, if I could just go back and respond a little bit differently or say this instead of that or you know have you ever seen the um movie my best friend's wedding with julia roberts i freaking love that movie you guys i love that movie but she is a perfect example of when emotions are high intelligence is low she is in love with her best friend her best friend is getting married to someone else she thought that she was going to be the one to marry him but she was always too afraid to tell him that she loved him so she's asked to be a, a maid of honor in the wedding and she basically tries to sabotage the entire wedding the entire relationship and there's one scene in the movie where she writes a letter that could completely ruin their entire relationship and that is a perfect example of when emotions are high intelligence is low she later feels so guilty about it she's trying to like break into the building and erase everything that she did because she thinks it through and she's like oh my god what did I just do I didn't like who am I who am I becoming I'm acting crazy because I'm so emotional that's a perfect example of when emotions are high intelligence is low it oftentimes creates behavior within ourselves that we don't even recognize because it's not how we would normally respond if we actually sat with ourselves if we thought about it if we had enough awareness to think I'm feeling my meter 
you know, rise or I'm feeling my temperature um, rise up and get to the point where I could literally explode. But instead of exploding, being like, okay, how would my highest self respond in this moment? Or who am I wanting to be when I respond to this person? You know, my in-laws or my aunt or my uncle or my children or my spouse. And so when we get worked up about something, it is very easy for us to just respond and a lot of times the way we respond is through like this hurt childhood response where we want to be seen and we want to be heard but we can't really express ourselves to where the other person can hear us because when our emotions are high and our intelligence is low we often don't make sense as we're talking or we're so defensive that the other party that is listening to us gets super defensive and then we end up with a bigger mess than when we started So one of the ways that you can overcome this is start to observe when you are feeling emotionally triggered. You see something that just infuriates you. You hear something that makes you so upset. Your husband or your wife or your partner or whatever does something and you think, oh my gosh, it's on and popping like I could just rip them a new one, right? (laughs) Like if you start to have emotions like that and thoughts like that, then you know in that moment your emotions are high. And if you feel like you're going to approach them and immediately begin sobbing or screaming or, you know, hopefully not turning any kind of violence. But if you feel like that, you can recognize I'm in a very, very emotionally high state And that means my intelligence is low for the time being, meaning that I am not going to be responding as my highest self. If you can catch yourself when that is happening, then you have enough self-awareness in that moment to decide differently. And you can say, okay, maybe before I approach, assume, blame, you know, get infuriated, delete someone, write them an email, send them a nasty text, Maybe I should sit with this for a moment. And when you do that, you guys, sit with yourself and let every thought cross your mind. Every assumption, everything that you, you know, you imagine just word vomiting to them, let your body feel it first. Because oftentimes what is happening is that the body feels so bad that it doesn't want to sit with that pain and it feels so much easier to expel that on someone else. So if you can reel that in and say, okay, this is how I'm feeling. And instead of approaching them right now, or instead of deleting them right now, or writing them the email or the text right now, or yelling at them right now, or stomping into the room, knocking down the door to get to them, right? Instead of doing that, take a step back and breathe, breathe, breathe and allow your mind to have all of the thoughts that are making you feel terrible okay and the longer that you can sit with that you will get to a place where your logic starts to come in to help you okay and you'll be able to kind of process what you're thinking before you approach them and when you cool down like when you finally feel like okay I've cooled down enough to think things through enough to be able to listen to another person talk or explain their side without jumping down their throat, right? Then you can go approach them and be like, okay, listen, I am extremely like frazzled over this. Take a deep breath, right? I'm extremely frazzled over this. But 
I feel like we need to have a conversation and I want to hear what you have to say or I really need to say this or I thought about this for a long time and this is what's coming up for me. And if you can approach it like that, you're going to be you're going to get further along in the conversation than if you come at someone very high emotion because their system will become activated in the fight or flight response and they'll be defensive automatically. Like even if they have something that, you know, they do want to share with you and maybe is the reason why you're upset, their automatic body response is to go into fight or flight and fight for themselves. So they shut down. They don't even hear what you're saying. They don't care what you're saying because at that point you've got two people that their emotions are high, intelligence is low. So now it's going to be a much uglier conversation than if you go in with a lot of self-awareness and say, okay, I am super calm. I have thought this through. I want to be able to hear this person or speak this, right? And now what what may happen is you may notice that they get into high emotion. So their emotional intelligence goes down, right? When their emotions are high, their intelligence is low. And if you have enough of self, self-awareness to know that because you've listened to this and you're really taking it in, you won't become as triggered when they're lashing back because you'll be able to see how you would have been if you didn't practice this, okay? So it's very it's very interesting. I can't even tell you like a lot of times when people have come at me for whatever reason, be it a family member or someone close to me that really wants me to hear what they have to say. I, because I know emotional intelligence work, I'm not saying I'm perfect at it. I definitely get triggered and I definitely respond sometimes faster than I should from a place of high emotion. But most times I'm pretty calm. In fact, a lot of people say, do you even have feelings or are you ever bothered by anything? Or Macy, you just seem like a very zen person that's never mad. It's not that I don't experience negative emotion. It's that I'm aware that when I am triggered, it's up to me to breathe through that, feel that before I approach the other person. Because I want to go with a clear mind, being able to say everything I want to say without being frazzled, without you know, falling over my words. Like I want to be able to go to that conversation very logical and very truthful in in the way it made me feel after I've had time to process it. And sometimes even doing that, like the other person will become triggered and so their emotions are super high and they'll be like wanting to lash out or scream or over explain or whatever. And what I will do is notice, okay, their emotions are super high. Like they do not, they're not practicing emotional intelligence right now. And at that point, the next step for me is to practice so much emotional intelligence that I don't lash back at them. I don't swim in that pool. I don't go into their energy in that moment and adopt their feelings as my own. Instead, I can stay very separate and be like, okay, their emotions are super high. I don't have to take that on. That's not mine to take on. They're defensive and I don't need to communicate my peace right now with them because they're not going to hear it. They're in too high of emotion. So in that moment, I may say, okay, I hear you. I do have something to say, but we'll have that discussion whenever you've had time to like breathe through it or time to process it or whatever. Or I might even continue to have a conversation with them, but I'm very calm. And I have found that that triggers people as well. Like sometimes I'm, I can be so calm 
in a space where they want me to match their energy. Like if their emotions are really high, they want me to get in that argument with them. And if I stay calm as a cucumber because I'm managing my own emotional intelligence, sometimes they're triggered because they want that fight. They want that energy to be matched. They want me in the pool with them. And I'm like, oh no, oh no, we're not getting in the pool together because can you imagine both of us doing that? You know, and so I will hold my own ground and be like, I am, you can you can speak to me and sometimes this is where boundaries come in you you were more than welcome to express how you feel but I will not tolerate you screaming at me or pointing your finger in my face or whatever it is that maybe they're doing right and having enough emotional intelligence to instead of swiping them away or whatever to just be like listen I'm happy with you expressing what you feel but I will not tolerate blah 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 and deciding to walk away from that, like to protect your own energy and also deciding I'm not getting in this pool with you. I am not going to swim in this area of mind drama with you. That's separate, right? So the more that you practice this and the more emotional intelligence you gain, the more self-awareness you get, um, and the more that you uh, apply this principle and even notice when you're becoming emotionally activated, the easier that this will become and the more clear conversations you can have with people that don't result in explosions or, um, getting to a result that, you know, both of you are not so happy with. So this is a shorter episode, but I hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget you guys, you have until the 16th to join Becoming Her and get the free copy of the Self Mastery Workbook. I'm so excited about that. And you also have until the 16th to get into the free masterclass training called Breaking Cycles. Be sure to reach out with me, connect. And if you're loving the podcast, please, if you're an iTunes listener, go leave a review. Those help me stay on the charts and help other people find me. And lastly, there is some very exciting news for anybody who is inside Becoming Her. So excited to announce that. If you're not on my email list, make sure you go to macyrenee.com and sign up because I will also be announcing it there here shortly. So have a good Monday, you guys, and I will see you guys next week. Hey girl, did you know there's a place for you to continue this work outside of the podcast? Well, there is, and it's called Becoming Her. This is my online and ongoing coaching container for self-mastery. Everything takes place online and is the best value for your investment if you're wanting to work with me. This is for women that want to create lasting change by learning how to master themselves, their energy, their mindset, and how to do the deep inner work. It's a growing community where you're supported for life with live online trainings, access to all previously recorded content, and two one-on-one coaching calls with me per month. It's an investment where you can rest assured you'll have everything you need at your fingertips and where there's one primary goal, becoming your highest self. If this has been something you're looking for, join us and be a part of the growth. You can find out more information on macyrenee.com.